Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. The Magician's All we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. By Rachel Lawson Dr. Death, the coroner, sat relaxing in his office, listening to Coldplay's Cemeteries of London, his idea of chilling out on a coffee break. He was in heaven. So when his least favourite person, the warriors gave him work, who he hated, came in the room. He wasn't happy. Dr. Death, said Jack Taylor, a busybody who worked at the hospital too. I cannot help you, I'm on a break, Jack, Blake snapped. That's why I'm here. I know you are, said Jack. So why are you bothering me? said the doctor, wishing he'd go away. I needed to talk to you when you weren't busy, said Jack. Why? asked Dr. Death, thinking Jack was acting odd. He usually came to him when he was busy, with work. I need to ask a favour of you, said Jack. What favour? asked Dr. Death thinking he was being polite. I am in charge of the hospital, Jared. Performance, said Jack. Dr. Death knew what was coming. And you want me to perform in it, said Dr. Death. Yes, I hear you were on TV, in a singing contest. You were good, I hear too, said Jack. You didn't see it? said Dr. Death. No, I don't watch that sort of show, said Jack. I'll be there. Tell me where and when, said Dr. Death. A tall, handsome, clean-shaven, blue-eyed man walked on stage. For the audition. He looked nervous. Who are you? You look familiar, said a lady, auditioner. You fell in love with this strange young man, Dr. Blake Alexander. You know me, said the young man. No, I don't know any Dr. Alexanders, said the lady. No, he's kidding. He's by fire. He's famous, said another auditioner. Yeah, it's the theatre. Don't hold it against me, said Blake charmingly. What are you going to do, sing? asked the lady. I'm a magician, said Blake. Oh, you are? said the lady intrigued. 
Where is Jack Taylor? asked Dr. Alexander. He's sick. Sally is here to do his job, said the other auditioner. Did Dr. Death ask you to take his place here? That grumpy nerd couldn't perform to save his life. Couldn't escape a wet paper bag even to be tried. Said the lady who knew Dr. Death as a respectable grouch, who was always moaning. He's lucky he escaped this, said the other auditioner. Blake tried to push up his glasses, which he wasn't wearing frustratedly. He looked irritated, but that made him look more handsome. I am Dr. Death. I didn't ask myself anything, and I can escape a wet paper bag. I'm not useless, hopeless, or helpless, Sally. Jack asked me to audition that Blake. Pull the other rabbit, said the other auditioner. You knew him too? Max? asked Blake, recognising the voice. The auditioner? Guilty, said the auditioner. Max, tell them who I am, said Blake. Blake Fire, said Max. I work with him. He's got the job. If he doesn't start corpsing, he's always corpsing. Blake glared at Max. Cryptically, Blake knew what he meant. It was a veiled joke. With Blake. Corpsing? Said Sally. Stage talk. Laughing at the wrong moment. Said Max laughing. I never corpse. I must have you over for a nice bloody steak. Shouted Blake at the vampire Max. He pulled in his head. Next, said Max. Do I get the job or not? asked Dr. Death shortly. Of course, said Max. Thanks, Max, said Blake. We need a big name, said Max offhandedly. Blake scoffed and stormed off, looking even more handsome. Dr. Death? said Sally, visiting the morgue the next day. What is it, Sally? And Dr. Death straightened his glasses nervously, seeing her in the walk. Why did you not come to your audition? But thank you for sending us the magician. But what I don't get is why he pretended to be you, said Sally. I went, I was the magician. I didn't see anyone else there. Other than Max and you. Now, Blake, shortly. Yeah, right, Dr. Death, said Sally. A real man doesn't lie about being another man. Blake shrugged, knowing he couldn't convince her who he was. I was ill. I asked a friend for help, lied Blake. I thought so, said Sally. 
Spike gave him away. It's not me. Asked Spike. He was so handsome and charming. Said Tully. And I'm a grumpy nerd. Laughed Blake with a light, handsome tenor voice. I told you, said Sully awkwardly. No, I heard you, said Blake. How? asked Sully. Blake recorded the audition for me, lied Dr. Death. Oh, okay, said Sully awkwardly. Blake said he was glad to help. The hospital charity, said Blake. How do you know Blake Fire? asked Sully. I've known him all my life, said Blake. Oh, old friends, said Sully. Something like that, said Blake, knowing all too well. She wouldn't believe the truth. So why punch her her dreams? Later, Jack arrived with a cold. Doc, why didn't you audition? said Jack. I did him like fire. Jack, that's my stage name, said Blake. Likely story, Sally told me you and the magician. Just friends, said Jack shortly and sneezed. I lied, but I realised there was no way to convince her. Who I am, said Blake, feeling like a heel, lying to her. She fell in love with the magician, I could tell, and she will be disappointed when she finds out he's you. And you were lying to her, said Jack. I know, but she couldn't see me, said Blake, like killer dreams. True, but you are married, said Jack. Yes, said Blake. She didn't know. Are you... asked Jack. Blake was literally reading his mind. I am not in love with her, said Blake. She's in love with a dream, not me. Oh, said Jack, and had a coughing fit. Are you alright? said Blake. Yes, I just got a cold. Had to come to see you about Sally, said Jack. I understand, said Blake. If only you, you could have auditioned like this, Jack chuckled. Then I had a coughing fit again. Honestly, I feel like an alien performing magic in my glasses, said Blake. Was actually an alien. Later, Blake sat in his office in the afterlife, signing and reading papers with a quill and ink. He wore a black shirt and trousers and his glasses. He had a bad coughing fit, and his body dropped dead. Waterman, the king of the Grim Reapers, stood up out of Blake's body and picked up the body of Blake. 
and put him in a cupboard, which was where he stored Blake's body when he wasn't using him. Watermer was Blake's dark soul. That was odd, Watermer moaned. Blake Fire was going to perform, but he can't be here. I'm his partner in his magic act, Max Starfire. And Max, at the TV hospital charity show. Blake sat at home sneezing and watched the show. I hope he doesn't do rabbit from a hat trick. It never works, said Blake to his wife Angela. I will now do the classic rabbit out of a hat trick. Max on the TV, sir. Blake smiled in reverse. No, Blake screamed. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.